Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a couple of seconds, my co-host, Craig, will be on. Craig Hurley will be on in just a couple of seconds. Hope you're having a great start to the week. The weather is much better here in Northeast Ohio. And we are excited to be with you every day, Monday through Friday, from one hour from 3 o'clock Pacific and 6 o'clock Eastern Time. You're welcome to call in. Let us know what's on your mind as we talk about the day's news, politics, and pop culture stories. Give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. So go ahead and step up on my soapbox and let's start talking. Craig, how are we doing today, buddy? What's going on, dude? Wow, I, I am like I'm good. in the house right now. It's creaky ass yeah, door. It, it <laughs> does. It sounded scary. <laughs> it's very scary. Very, very scary. It's going good. Just like it's spider, a, uh... Just like the spider that I saw out here the other day. Dude, I don't know if it's I'm in the desert or what, but two nights ago, I walked out and there was a wolf spider that I actually took a picture of. Um, and she had a bunch of babies on her back. Um, this thing, uh, its body was a good inch and a half. And then oh its goodness. legs, like when it spread out, was more like four inches. And I was just oh like, goodness. this is the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life. And, and, uh, and I actually, I didn't kill it because, it, you know, it had a, she was carrying a bunch of babies. And wolf spiders um, are non-aggressive and non-poisonous. So uh, there's absolutely no reason for me to destroy, you know, another being's uh, world. And, uh, and just because, you know, I might be arachnophobic, you know, that, that's not a reason for me to, to absolutely, you know, commit mass genocide on a spider level. So, um, uh, or right. you yeah, said it was yeah. outside too, right? It, 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 it was outside. outside. It wasn't like it was inside. Okay. Yeah. So, if it was inside, um, I, I would have, all bets would have been off for me, dude, but no, I've been known to capture spiders on the inside too, and just set them free outside. A lot of times what'll happen is if you catch a, a spider that's been born inside, it doesn't know outside. It, it doesn't have a clue. So you're putting something outside that is, that isn't used to the environment around it. It has no idea how to survive out there. It only knows how to survive inside. So, you know, I feel bad for doing that to some spiders because they have to literally learn how to, how to, you know, a whole new way of life and a whole new way of survival. But at least they're surviving. I didn't kill them. And, uh, and this spider, I just, I put it in a cup and it was a big cup. It was like a 16 ounce cup, dude. And it totally filled the bottom of this cup. And, uh, oh and I, um, I went over and, or like a 32 ouncer from, uh, the terrible's gas station, like one of those big ass Coke cups. And, right. and I, I, and it completely filled the bottom of it. 
And I just took it over to a park nearby, and I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't far enough away. You probably know where you were at before. <laughs> I mean, this spider was big enough to, you know, to absolutely understand its geographic location. So right. it's, it, yeah, just just kind of creepy, just creepy stuff that's going on. Yeah, that sounds it. I'm I'm not a bug person. I don't like bugs at all. So uh, spiders included among them. But any type of creepy crawly creature, I'm not a big fan of. But I let them go. And when it's outside, like I said, that's their territory, and they yeah. they they can be there. But inside, it's like all bets are off, man. You're if I don't have the, <laughs> if I don't have the temperance to take you out. You're going down. Down with the yeah, shirt. no, I, I usually will capture things inside. I mean, unless it's something that's, you know, obviously poisonous. Even even poisonous stuff. I Like, I've captured brown recluse and set him free. And I know people out there are like, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? Because <laughs> they're highly toxic to humans and to animals. And I'm like, because it's a, it's a life form. It's, it, what, what is it my place to, to judge that? You know, I, I'm not, it's not my place. You know, even even well, in survival of the fittest, not my dude. place. Sometimes you gotta get yeah. squashed. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta get squashed. <laughs> Natural selection, <laughs> and it's seventeen hundred and fifty pounds per square inch that's coming down on top of you from my body. There so yeah, I, I get that too. Um, but yeah, I, I just I saved this one and her babies. Very very cool. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that I wasn't anywhere near it. <laughs> The biggest spider I've ever seen. I've and I've seen some big spiders. And this is the biggest spider I've ever seen, especially in the wild. You know, it's just like wow. Outside. Can't imagine what else is running around here. Creepy. Yeah, desert has all sorts of fun creepy crawlies that you don't I have, totally I different have more I have more wild. dead pigeon news. I, I, sadly, I have more dead pigeon news. Um, the dead pigeon that I was dealing with that was alive until somebody purposely ran it over with their vehicle. Um, uh, it, it is still in the same location. <laughs> it is still on the side of the road. That's the dead pigeon news. And now another pigeon has joined it. Uh, sadly, uh, there was another pigeon death right in the exact same place. And I'm, and I'm wondering if we need to build a pigeon bridge there or something. I, I don't know why they're <laughs> actually, why they're actually trying to cross the road there because it is a roadway. I mean, this is like a bad, you know, why did the chicken cross the road joke? Um, and, and it's like, but, and pigeons fly unlike chickens. So I'm wondering, you know, what, what the deal is right there. And, and do we have to put up some type of bridge? Because if they're trying to cross there, uh, it's looking impossible. For them, to, for them to do that. And you know how I feel That's about pigeons. Funny. So pigeons are just rats with wings. And rats come from <laughs> all sorts of like bubonic plagues. At least the ones in the, in the wild um, have, have in our past uh, been the cause of massive civilization wipeouts. So where we get, you know, all sorts of diseases from them and shit. So I'm, I'm not real happy with rats in the wild. Domesticated rats are okay. And they don't really right. live that long. And they're really smart. Especially if you have but a snake outside rat. rats. And they're not yeah. around ever. <laughs> yeah. No, a friend of mine actually has uh, two boa constrictors, and she feeds them live rats, and she also feeds them frozen rats. And she gave them uh, this one live rat one night, and uh, uh, the rat 
would like became friends with the with the boa constrictor, and the boa oh, constrictor would not eat would not eat the rat. So she then had a pet rat, and uh, then a couple months later, same thing happened where the boa constrictor would not eat the rat, and the rat was not afraid of the the boa constrictor. So they weren't gonna he wasn't gonna get eaten ever, and uh, and then and then again like a couple weeks later. So she now has three pet rats. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I've never Sorry, heard of that I before. To, I don't mean to laugh. How funny. Yeah. That's very wild. So she has three <laughs> pet rats now. Yeah. And they're all I wonder, cool. The I rats wonder are cool what's well. making the boa so selective. I wonder if it's a scent or what, what's causing it to... I, I don't know. Maybe not, the rat's just like super nice, you know, and, and, and the boa constrictor's <laughs> like, cuddle, I, I they can't cuddle kill good. Yeah, they, we're cuddling. cuddling eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I can't funny. kill something I'm cuddling with. I'm in love, you know. So oh yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but three three different rats. <laughs> well, I have good news in politics today and bad news in politics today. Where do we want to start? Uh, is there good news in politics? There is a couple of good news in politics, actually. Um, first off, we well the John the, the John Stewart thing. Yeah, uh, with the nine right. eleven veterans. Yeah, that's good news because he yeah. he kept fighting and made sure that they passed this thing that Rand Paul went against last week. Right. So it passed. Uh, I think it was ninety something to two. Two pe- the two people nice. that tried to block it last. So ninety seven to two. Um, the two people tried to block it. That Senator Mike Lee of Utah, who wanted to only extend it for ten years, and Rand Paul, who wanted it to. Offset pay needs to be there. It's lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. No. It this needs, is, it needs to be yeah. lifetime. Lifetime taking care of. It is lifetime. It's only till ninety. Because I was saying the same thing. I thought it was supposed to be lifetime, but it's only yeah. till twenty ninety two. But when you look at it, that is lifetime for everyone that was born at the time that, it was there. That was there. That will at the be the lifetime. And still alive. So, so yeah. it is lifetime. Yeah. It's out to I think twenty seventy two is what it goes out okay. to, which will be definitely the lifetime of everyone. That was around. That was and, involved. Uh, yeah. That was involved, exactly. So yeah. it that was directly on the scene of the towers collapsing, you know, and right. survived it. Those people, you know, they have all sorts of respiratory disorders. They inhaled an immense amount of cement and, and just different fibers that were being blown into the air. They had no choice. So right. and they were there exactly. just to save people. That's all they were there to do. So, yep. And there's victims. There's other victims that were around that were just trying to escape the chaos. Oh, yeah, sure. That's all so we don't people, hear that story, but you sure that story's yeah. out there. You don't hear about that, yep. but that had to happen. I people mean, were guys, completely covered with dust and completely covered with just all sorts of uh, fiberglass and all sorts of building materials. Right. So, yeah, these guys were ran, ran into it and were there for days and weeks. That's a yep. big difference. But there's people yeah, that, the were, people that were there for the cleanup. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, all uh, those people need to taken care of for their entire lives, and their lives are yeah. most likely going to be shortened anyway, just because of their right, experience. Exactly. So exactly. they need to be taken care of their entire lives, whether they live, you know, another ten years or or that they live another ninety years. So, yeah, yep. Uh, so I'm very happy. So they are all right. totally. Um, Totally covered, and uh, so good on the Congress for getting that done. 
Um, and John Stewart. Happy. Good and on John Stewart, what, man. He really, exactly, really, really yeah. pushed. He went I to Congress. I think his brother or dad or something, isn't he? A fireside. I don't know why it's close to his heart. I know he lives there, so it's close to his heart that way. But I think he has some relatives or something that were part of it. So, but uh, yeah, he was yeah, he sure. was a champion of this for a long time. So good for yep. him for definitely. And that Mike Lee and Rand Paul deserve to be. I've always said, why don't boxes. guys like John Stewart? Yeah, no, those guys need to just be fired. Those guys need to just, just uh, please, get, please stay out of politics. Just get out. Um, it, it, they don't belong. Uh, those two individuals, uh, Rand Paul and who the hell else was it? Mike Lee of Utah. He's always a pain. Yeah, in the Mike Lee, you got no compassion, that. dude. You got no compassion for your for your fellow man. What the hell are you doing being a politician? You're supposed to represent all of us, all of us. So they need to get the hell out. Um, but John Stewart, I've said this for so, a long time, dude. That our our political farce comedians should be our politicians. Should be the people that are in office. And um, uh, What's-His-Face was in office for a long time until he got accused in this Me Too movement of doing something that he didn't actually do, Al Franken. So Al Franken, for a long time, because he's really freaking smart and he knows how to deal. He's a political farce comedian. He he knows how to deal with these these individuals that are absolute idiots and should not be involved in politics. And I've said this for the longest time, dude, that our, if we had a president like John Stewart and his cabinet were people that were all comedians as well, that are all like Stephen Colbert and, and uh, 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 I'm trying to think, uh, I can't think right now, Trevor Noah, and uh, just all these different people that are funny and they're also right. all ragging on the politics of the world. They, uh, they all know so much about the politics of the world. And, and Bill Maher, have Bill Maher be a part of the cabinet. Have all of these different comedians be a part of the cabinet. Not only would we have the funniest State of the Union addresses. Oh, dude, I mean, every <laughs> single time they got on air, we would be cracking up. Everybody would just be laughing at what's going on in politics because they would be right. completely exposing any – douchebaggery or any like any corruption any you know and they'd be joking about it they'd be laughing about it and saying okay yeah yeah these people are gone so and and not only would it just be funny but we would actually because all of these guys have a severe uh 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 uh, i don't don't even know if it's a a a disorder they they just want to help people like it's a severe like i just want to make you laugh i just want to make you feel i just want to help you and that's why john stewart's been up there and in front of congress and and going for you know i mean for 20 years he's been working on this since 9 11 whatever it is 18 years so he you know yeah. he's he's been work he's been doing this diligently and on his tv shows and 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 in his personal life and i you know a guy like john stewart being president would just be brilliant it would just be brilliant for the United States and for the world, for that matter. These guys can all do domestic policy. They can all do international policy. They travel all over the world giving concerts and selling out right. those concerts to millions of people. So, you know, it's like we, we really, you know, that's why I've said that a long time ago. I think it would just be freaking brilliant 
if they would if the comedians that are political farced comedians you know where they're the the ones that are constantly going after the politics um if if they would actually run if they would actually be there and that's why when al franken was uh wasn't governor of minnesota he was senator when he was senator of minnesota i i, I was like this is a perfect place for him perfect place because then he can call people out and then he got nailed on right. some stupid shit which is still which is still in question it's you know the whole thing is still like everybody's like i mean the people that are investigating it actually i are like there's nothing here there's nothing here he was involved well, they, in yeah they actually revisited yesterday that, i saw a people. discussion on that yesterday yep. about that and yep. that he kind of he, he's regretting it that he resigned that he, um, resigned. he should not have resigned yeah it was it was a different time. I mean, at the time, I think it was the right decision. Um, they kind of credit him for doing the right thing with Roy Moore. If he wouldn't have, maybe Roy Moore would have got through. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot of extenuating circumstances at the time, but I think you're right. I think overall, it it, it was definitely. I would have liked to see him not go because he was definitely uh, had the heart and passion for the job and for his constituents. So. It was sad and, to yeah, see for that his happen. people, exactly. And, for his uh, people, for the people that was, he represents. It, I don't think. That, I mean, it was it inappropriate. Yes. Did he actually sexually harass? No, at the time. I don't no, think there that was. was it was a practical. It, it was a practical it, joke that everybody was involved in 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 the entire right. group. And, and, and all of those pictures, everything, everybody knew what was happening. Well, obviously, someone else took the picture, so you knew other people around. were involved. Yeah, it wasn't other people selfie. were involved. He had both hands take on Take a this. selfie. So, I mean, it was obvious that <laughs> no there were other people involved. So it's it's like, a professional photographer, yeah. no less. Right. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a sad situation. I think it yep. was because of what was happening at the time that he took the high road. But like I said, I listened to this discussion yesterday, and he's he's regretting it. He's he's kind of bummed about it, and uh, unfortunately, there's not much he can. I mean, he can run again, I guess. Yep. He could. Yes, he I can. And I would love to see him. Time. I would love to see him do that and overcome something that he shouldn't have uh, been involved in in the first place. This all of this okay. stuff should have never come out the way it came out. So right. you know, it's because there were too many people involved in the practical joke. It wasn't just Al Franken. So it was everybody. Right, that but was unfortunately there. the only way it would ever work is if she came on his side yeah. and she's the one that kinda of yeah. threw him under the bus. But if she yeah. didn't if she didn't endorse him, well, he would never Leanne get Tweeden? again. But it would be nice. I think that was Leanne would, Tweeden. I don't remember her name. That sounds right, but I don't remember the name yeah. of so, not yeah, so that, that was interesting. We just talked about that the other day. Um, what else? The other positive thing. So, anyway, good job on the Congress for doing that. While we're yeah, talking John about Stewart passing too. things, it seems like. Uh, Did we that, just actually say good job, Congress? I know. Can I believe that? And, wow. and I have to say it again. I have to say it wow. a second time. It looks yeah. like they actually wow. worked out. We a don't normally deal. say that. <laughs> no, we don't. On but this it, show, we don't. We we don't normally say can, good job, Congress. Wow, that's that's that. I mean, I, there's a breakthrough of some kind. <clears throat> but they actually worked out a budget deal. The second thing on my on my good news is they worked out a budget deal that'll for what? raise the debt ceiling to July of 2021 or 20, uh, yeah, 2021. So it's not going to be a freaking every six months we're going into 
try to raise the debt ceiling and have a fight and close Congress over it. Um, it kind of makes the Tea Party Republicans the big losers because they're the ones that they're taking away a lot of these old things that these guys put in before the sequesters and things like that. So it's dismantling most of that. And when Weren't you look the Tea at Party it, though, normally, I mean, more uh, mostly made up of Republicans. Yeah, and they're the ones that are losing out because now they're blowing up the budget, and they're okay. the ones that said no, we can't spend anymore and everything. And now, okay, uh, what happened of, to your financially conservativeness? Right, exactly. What? <laughs> so, okay. But the funny so is thing is, I mean, they thing? talk about non-discretionary um, spending, which is government-authorized spending that's outside of, like Medicare and Social Security. It's projected to grow at four percent for Trump's first term. Uh, Barack Obama's yeah, no, first term already, was only three like, percent when he had the Tea Party in opposition, but his actually dropped down right. to two percent in his second term. So we actually have a Republican president that's blowing the budget deficits more than any other president, and discretionary spending is higher percentage than, than his previous Democratic one, which I think is yeah, just his, hilarious to me. His parade, and I mentioned this before, the parade that he had on July 4th, uh, it cost $93 million. And $93 million can take care of all veterans' meals, all in the United States for a year. Right. Well, I mean, look so, at that. Suppose they didn't a spend $102 million on that stupid inaugural that there was nobody yeah. at all those empty bleachers and I just came across I so. just came across the picture of uh, and I can't I, can't, I don't I don't know what company posted it or what mean uh, what person did it but it had it had his inauguration and and a picture of it and then it had Obama's inauguration and a picture of it how many people are there and then it has uh, a Queen concert. And you see, like, you know, no, you, there's no room for people at the Queen concert. Like, I mean, there's millions and millions of people there. And then it shows a Pink Floyd concert, and it's the same thing, <laughs> where there's millions of, like, you can't, there's no room for in the picture for another person. And then, right. um, and then it shows uh, a picture of a, a close-up of carpeting. <laughs> with just oh, that's fine. Of carpeting. And then it shows a close-up of a TV signal that's out, where it's all static. <laughs> on the TV, so yeah, I should repost that. I just came across that because um, I posted hilarious. that like two or three years ago, or two years ago, right after his inauguration. So, oh yeah, it's hysterical. That. Well, Sorry, that's good. And then the last third, the third thing I have in good news as far as politics is Sanders and his people agreed to a raise for all the salaried people. Um, good. And, it, and more came out about it. I mean, they're they're going to get. A minimum of $15 an hour to actually scheduled to be $17 an hour. With their overtime, it might go down to 15 We talked about that last week, about Sanders unionized his campaign staff, which is right. really unheard of, which I don't have a, I, a plus if or you're, on. You know, that's, that's really socialism. You know, unions really right. do stem from that. It's, it's about taking care of the individuals within. That's, that's what a union does. Or it's supposed to do. Right. Uh, unions are actually supposed to get jobs for their brothers and sisters that are members of the unions. Uh, you know, they're supposed to, if they don't have a job, you need to put them first in line for a job. 
and there's all sorts of construction jobs if we're talking construction, um, but we're not in this case. We're talking politics, and we're talking Bernie Sanders, but that's one of the first steps he needed to do in order to show that a socialized part of this, which is a union, um, it needs to be a part of all of this. That's the, that's the United right. States. You know, it needs to be a part of all of this. So I'm glad that he did it really quickly because we were yeah. talking about this like two days, three days ago, like last week, right. on Thursday or Friday, we were talking about this and it's Tuesday. So he, he moved quick. Isn't it? And Tuesday? from what it looks like, it looks like it was day. an offer they actually had, had given him before this came public. The offer was made nice. to the union several months ago um, that huh. accomplished that. And the union just accepted it after all this stuff went public. They said, Oh, we do have went this public offer and we'll take it. So it's like, Oh, okay. yeah. No, good. good. Well, so, that means he presented it a, a long time ago. That's that's freaking awesome. That, you know, that exactly. means he's, he's actually practicing what he's preaching. And that's good. Right. I don't necessarily so, think that he's the right guy for the job uh, as far as president is con- concerned. Um, I think some right. of his ideas need to be implemented and that he should definitely be a part of whatever cabinet is coming up here. So uh, in order to influence whatever president's decision. You know, that that type of stuff, definitely, you know, or right. a member of Congress or senator or like he was doing before. Right. Exactly. You know, so that he could actually say something and have some type of influence. Well, I'm excited. I think that's but, the first time we've had three good news out of out of uh, Washington. Out of, out of Washington. The start of the show wow. Since we started. Wow. <laughs> No, we start. Yeah, no. And we've talked about, you know, we've talked, you know, I don't like to give 45 any unnecessary airtime, but, you know, if they're actually, if Congress and and all of them are are actually working for the people and not for the billionaires that that they are, you know, already working for, they're already working for them. I don't know why they have to continue to to, to push it, you know, to make sure that what, that their jobs are there. I don't don't know. Right. Um, But they're supposed to be working for the people. And it's good to see. It's good to see that our Congress is actually making decisions for us. That exactly. are proper decisions. I think that's one of the reasons we have three good news stories, because he wasn't involved in any of that. <laughs> we had the Congress involved by themselves on it. So, yeah. And meanwhile, send her back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you yeah. see his speech today? We'll, we'll go there now. We've, we've done pretty positive. Did you see his speech today at all? No, no. No, well, I, I, first, I, I tend to not watch it. The forum was sad to begin with. The forum was called, let me see if I can look up the name of the group. These are high school kids, 15 to 17 years old. Um, and what are they called? The Point Foundation? What is it? Let me find out what it is here. I forget. Do, 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 do. Dang it. Where do I have it? Uh, oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. So he was at the Turning Point USA's Teen Student Action Summit. So, I would say that's another list on the dictator things to do or what a dictator does. Bill Maher will probably be adding it on Friday. Um, you talk to the teens for what reason when you're well, president? That's all, and this is a conservative teen group, which is scary in and of itself because they were cheering right. like crazy for him. Um, But he used that opportunity, 15 to 17 year olds, I don't care if they were right, wrong or indifferent, but uh, he used it to now I think he's a quadruple or quintuple down 
on the Rashida Tlaib, uh, Michigan, right. uh, telling them that she is a crazed lunatic, calling a right. sitting member of Congress a crazed lunatic. There's no way yeah. she stands for the values of the people of Michigan. Um, she talked about all four of them. Um, and these guys were cheering at a Marriott Has Hotel ballroom. Has he been checked for a tumor? Washington. Is he, all you're going to feel sorry for him when he's made all these stupid ass statements and then it comes out that he's got a tumor pressing on the frontal lobe of his brain. So has he been checked for this? Because he's making a lot of stupid statements. I mean, a lot. I think he just has Alzheimer's. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's something, something going on. Yeah, it's, it's but, obvious to a lot of us. It's just sad that we're doing this to high school. We're indoctrinating. I mean, they all, they all, yeah, no, that's, they always that's, talked that's about a very indoctrinating thing to do. college kids to the liberal yeah. point of view. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't agree with that either. Um, but when you're talking 15 to 17 year olds and telling them you have crazed lunatics in Congress that are duly right. elected for their, family, that are elected that's officials. That's wrong. Yeah. I mean, and there was a girl and on from what we know, there are. They're elected officials that were um, elected, um, like, legally, not illegally, like our current president. Right. I'm still looking for that annulment clause. I'm still looking for that thing that I I was talking about. It's tough, man, because you got to really go through the Constitution, and you got to pick it apart to figure out what exactly to do with a president whose presidency should just be annulled if they cheated to get him in. Yeah, I, I did a quick so, couple. I did search for like 15 minutes. There's nothing you can do but impeach him that I can find. Can't find anything yeah, else but impeach. I, impeachment's but, um, just going to be messed up, dude. Wow, I almost swore. It's not uh, going to happen. Not to swear it's too on late. Yeah. Yeah, late. I, I say we got him for at least another two years. So. Yeah, so it. we got to get. We have it's 18 months Bought left, so we got to got to get get Bought through something here, but. Um, Dude, did you see all the immigration stuff that's going on with ICE and the, the shit that went down in Tennessee yesterday? Yeah, just outside of Nashville. I don't know the name of the town. It starts with an H. It's like Hempstead. I or saw something two like things. No, I saw one where they broke a, a window of a car open. Is that the one you're talking about? No, the, the, there's a van with um, a supposedly uh, undocumented immigrant and his son. And. Um, ICE tried to take him from his van when it was sitting in the driveway of the house that he inhabits, he and his children. Um, okay. And, and I don't know about his wife. Um, but uh, the community um, surrounded the van. The people okay, in the community. Okay, did hear that one too. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. another one I heard. Okay. Surrounded the van and then and gave him gasoline so that he could have air conditioning in the van because it's been fought and uh, everywhere and and then gave him um, food and water. Um, And it was like four a four hour standoff until lawyers showed up and the local Tennessee Police Department. I'm I'm not sure once again what what city that was. Uh, Hempster. I don't know. or heritage, I think it is. Uh, but they, um, the community completely surrounded the van, kept ICE agents away from the van, and then um, allowed the uh, uh, people that were in the van to get into their house. 
And then once the police showed up, because the local police departments are doing nothing to help every single ICE agent in the United States, doing nothing right. to help. What they were there for was in case something goes, in case something happens, and crowd control, because literally hundreds of people showed up. And the entire community uh, that once they heard what was happening, they all ran over to this dude's house. And and because they and I can't I don't know the name of her. Uh, I don't know her name. I didn't have it written down out of my notes. Uh, something uh, uh, something I don't know what this lady's name is, but she's out there going that this is a community and that our kids play on their trampoline every single day after school. There is no way that we're going to let anybody take them away from here. Um, we, you know, we all love each other in this community and we all support each other in this community. And, and she did it with this like real sick, real thick Southern drawl. And you know, I, I just wish I could, she was really cool. And, uh, and being a representative of, of on the news and like channel five news in Tennessee, um, did a whole thing on it. Um, and, uh, I, I just think that that is exactly what we need to do. Ice agents currently are not using a warrant that is, um, given to them by a federal judge. So they have no right to take anybody. They have the right to detain, I guess. Um, uh, as far only as if you're outside your home, security. only, only if, you're if you're outside of your home. your home, correct. Right. So, so the ICE agents eventually left, and then so did the people that were uh, that were being hunted, um, and the people that were being saved by their community because they needed to go to a place that was safer, obviously, because they were going to be visited again by ICE. So um, I just think it's I think it's really cool of the community to be standing up. These are the things that we need to do if uh, if there is a dictatorship happening, if there is a coup happening in our in our uh, United States, um, if there is this happening. And I know it's all conspiracy theory and shit like that, but. If it is happening, we actually need to be talking about it, which is something that we're doing, Scott, you and I, um, and, and people need to be listening to it, and people need to be reacting when these things happen, because if you don't react, then we have 1930s and 40s Germany all over again. So, and it was just because the people didn't react when their brothers and sisters, when their, when their neighbor was, was getting pulled out and detained. So that is when you react. And when they go after women's rights, that is when you react. And we are currently reacting, all of us, you know, the ones that actually give a shit. Exactly. So, and we're all right, we'll take a quick break. We're, we're 35 minutes after. So uh, speaking of the ice people, we'll uh, play Matt Stern's You're an Animal because those guys are pathetic. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a little bit here. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox. Probably shouldn't left a straight We still don't have any rage against the machine, no shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence that can leave the past. You're not sure. 
We'll take your calls for the next 20 minutes. We only have 20 minutes left already. Let's see what else is on uh, my little hot button today. What's on your hot button? Anything, uh, stories you're following? Well, we're talking about the weather a little bit. Um, the uh, There is a tropical storm or tropical depression that is forming off of Bermuda, and they don't know if it's going to turn into a hurricane. They do expect it to run the East Coast. Um, there's currently so dumping a bunch of rain and and wind most likely um all tropical storms you should expect uh tornadoes uh heavy lightning uh we've had a lot of people die lately of lightning strikes too so be careful of that um uh but we've got a low pressure system that's currently sitting over like nevada and utah and it's it's actually dumping rain in in those areas uh desperately needed and, uh, like, you know, Las Vegas got rained this morning. Uh, it was drizzling, so I can't say it actually rained. Um, but, you know, precipitation came out of the sky. And, uh, and then, um, but it should be clear all over the United States. And, you know, our heat warnings definitely have, have dropped because we've, we, you know, that system that just went through um, actually uh, brought in uh, some cooler air from the north. 
that cooler air in the north isn't really so cool anymore. We've actually got fires in the Arctic. We've we've never. <laughs> I, I I don't even know how that how to say that. We have fires in in, in the Arctic which means as far north as you can go where there's land, it's on fire. That's never happened. Not, not in any of our documented history. And I'm, I'm a little concerned about that because um, that's just burning away permafrost and, and it's, you know, got a methane source and it can continue to burn. So I'm a little concerned about that. Are you there, dude? Yeah, I'm listening. No, I, I understand. Yeah. I hear you. So yeah, no, we've got we've got some problems all over the world as far as climate is concerned, and it's still hot in in different places in Europe and shit. There's still people that are suffering heavy, um, you know, and and even here we don't have that many heat warnings, but dude, it's 105 in in Nevada. So you know, I mean, it's not like you know these temperatures aren't happening all over the place. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah, you probably will be clear if you're in like Ohio and shit. At least for the next, you know, uh, you know, through at least through um, probably Friday, Saturday. You guys, you know, got, everybody in the Midwest has got some clearing that's happening. We do have a high pressure system that's just set in, and it's a nice high pressure system. It's not something that's bringing in any hot air. So. Yeah, no, we actually, uh, like I, I said, it's, it's going to be dry here, and we're not going to have humidity yeah. for a couple of days. So it's kind of nice. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, um, it's at least a couple of days worth. I guess we've got to talk about, uh, we have um, Trump's doppelganger, um, Boris, uh, what's his name? Boris. Uh, I don't know. Not Yeltsin. We're back in the politics. Yeah, we're back in the politics. Just because it's the big the big news for the day, we have to talk about it. Um, Boris Johnson wins the prime minister's seat of England, who is a Trump 2.0, basically has the same okay. goofy hair. He's not as orange as Trump. He's pasty white British, but um, has the same not goofy hair and just as conservative and just as wacky as Trump is. And, he and white supremacist. The, uh, uh, prime ministership yesterday, so uh, pretty much wow. things what happens there. He's going to have. He's the one that hey, made them. Hey, go hey into our, our, our founding fathers. Our founding fathers left England for a reason, okay? And that's because there's some crazy bitches over there too. So they they left that oppression for a reason. They wanted to get away from that. They're being oppressed by whatever king or whatever prime minister or whatever was there. And was well, he's going to get his medal of... tested pretty quickly because he's got oh, he's good. the one that made them go into Brexit to begin with. So uh, he's got to okay. get them out of Brexit. He's got to fix Brexit for them, uh, or at least negotiate the exit for Brexit. Well, that's probably why he, that's probably why he old... won. They want him to fix that shit. Well, he should. He broke it, so he should have to fix it. And Theresa May wasn't really capable of doing that. Right. Right. So we'll see if he, he took is, Theresa May's he spot. It, see if he can fix it. But he right. also has now <clears throat> we have that whole Iran thing going on in the British oil tanker that was taken in the Strait of Hormuz the other day. Um, <laughs> okay. So he's got to deal with that. And he's got to deal with that shit. <laughs> right. So <laughs> he's going to get battle tested immediately. Exactly. Happy election, Boris. Uh, good luck, dude. Um, <laughs> see what happens with that. <laughs> 
So <laughs> we'll see how a wackadoodle like him, who who will get tested right away, <laughs> unlike Trump that had came into a pretty damn good country after the uh, he, pretty, he pretty much got tested. You know, back to Puerto Rico, he pretty much got tested right away, and Charlottesville, both of those were tests, and he completely failed. So oh, yeah, true. Completely true. failed both of those tests. But both of those weren't happening before he was elected. I mean, those those happened on his watch. This guy has right. both these things happening right away. I mean, the, the tankers. Before, right but, before he's elected. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Take care of this shit. So I thought Come that up. was, yeah, that's kind of amusing that he's going to go into that. Um, also, a uh, what I wanted to talk about, what, what's a, we got Mueller coming up tomorrow. That's going to be. The big news nice. of tomorrow. Mueller goes before Congress. I think I'm afraid it's going to be a big nothing burger, and I hate to use that term that was coined by everyone else. But, well, uh, he's not. He's not supposed to do anything. All he's just supposed to do is present information and the information that they found, and that's what he did. I'm not sure right. what they're what they're actually calling him up to up there to say. So. Yeah, we'll see. Well, they're hoping we'll he'll do a gotcha moment. It's not going to happen. I think it's going to backfire on the Democrats, to be honest. Um, they're okay. hoping to get this big gotcha moment and have him say something that's one. not in the report. Um, so yeah, unless no, they're very smart, which Congress isn't, and unless he's very dumb, which Mueller isn't, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. But that's going to consume <laughs> the entire news world tomorrow. They have coverage on all networks starting at like – 8.30 in the morning tomorrow for this testimony. Wow. So we'll be talking about that a lot tomorrow. We'll see what he says, what he doesn't say. I have a feeling it's going to um, just be a hurt lot of the Democrats more. It's going to hurt the Republicans, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. We'll see what he, happens. He already released the information that he needed to release. I'm not sure what information they're actually looking for. He already said that they cheated. That the Russians cheated in order to get right. the president into office. So that, that's it. That's all he needs to say. That's what they right. found. And, and the White House it. is scared. I mean, they had, they put out a memo last night where he's not allowed to answer anything else. I mean, they really tried to narrow his scope on what he could say. Right. That he can't talk about opinions, which is baloney. Right. I mean, because that's what they're trying to get is his opinion. So that's not going to happen for sure anymore because the, the right. Justice Department's trying to block that. So he shouldn't, be, be, he shouldn't be giving his opinion. He shouldn't. Yeah, Mueller shouldn't well, be giving I mean, his opinion. Yes and no. It, he needs to give. It was left so ambiguous. It would be nice to have his opinion. Did you mean for this, for Congress to, to look into this more for possible impeachment? It's Congress's job. Did you mean? That's Congress's right. job. It's not his job. His job is to give information, and that's what he did. And right, it's not his job, his job to actually. To Indict and he didn't indict. So yeah, no, he's, why, he's not his job. Why? Right. No, it is yeah, well, but that's not his job. That's Congress's job. Does. Well, for an impeachment, yeah, but to indict him on any charges, but because uh, he's president, they can't. And I want to make sure. I think they want him to say that out loud. Right. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he can't. I know it's. I know it's his job as a prosecutor to do that when he's a prosecutor, but he is acting as, as an information getter and giver. They're, they're more, you know, that's what he was doing with the FBI. As far as I, I understand. Well, no, he was a special um, and, prosecutor. And the he was a prosecutor. 
He was a special prosecutor. Yeah, but That's he, what he was. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to indict a president, right? So that's exactly. Congress's job to exactly. figure out what right. to do with him after the information is given. Right, so, exactly. So. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get I, to I the bottom of that tomorrow, say, but I don't think they will. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's going to no, be a big not. spectacle. <laughs> It'll be on all the news channels wow. tomorrow, so that'll be interesting. Hey, we were talking um, about Handmaid's Tale. Uh, we were talking about Handmaid's right? Tale yesterday, and it's some really right? creepy shit. And, uh, and it's on Hulu. It's not on HBO. Um, oh, I have Hulu. Uh, have Hulu. Okay. Yeah, well, watch watch Handmaid's Tale, dude. Uh, right. There are currently um, anti. Wait, no, there are curtain currently women who are because you can't be pro-abortion. There, there are women that are that are that are currently pro-choice and are dressing up in the Handmaid's Tale outfits. And standing on Capitol Hill, that is currently happening, and the media is not covering a lot of it. And this is kind of what I'm talking about: about that we need to continue to talk about these issues, and we need to continue to be in the face and actually present some action, like surrounding a van that has an undocumented immigrant in it, and not letting ICE take them. We need to do things like that. That's how you stop right. things from. Handmaid's Tale, which, dude, could so easily happen, could so absolutely easily happen, oh, and, and yeah. just watch the way, you know, and watch the way the storyline unfolds on this because the book is brilliant and the way they're producing it is absolutely brilliant. They're following the book, so um, uh, it's it, it's a really very interesting show. And like I said, there are currently women that are dressing up in the Handmaid's. Uh, outfits and standing on Capitol Hill because they are pro-choice. They are pro-women's nice. rights. So yeah, it. it's it, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that they're. All right, ten minutes left. I got one creepy thing I want to go into, and then we'll do two pop creepy. culture things. One creepy thing. Um, spider wasn't creepy they, enough. The spider was pretty creepy. I, I got to give you that. <laughs> but. Uh, these workers at a supermarket in Council Bluffs, Iowa, where I've been to because there's a oh, casino there. Dude. And there's yeah. a city where a casino is where me and my mom have been. But uh, uh, No Frills Supermarket in Council Bluffs, Iowa, they're removing some shelves and coolers from this uh, market. It's been closed for a while. They discovered a body behind them that was 10 years The guy was missing 10 years ago. 10 years um, ago, missing yeah. November 28th. They're thinking he, he, he used to work that's at the, the store. Day, yeah, that's the day he got locked behind the freezers. Uh, yeah. The day he disappeared, I, I would assume. Yeah. That's, it, it's really messed up and sad, actually. I mean, nobody went back there behind those freezers to clean them in, in how long? So right. Part Ten of, years. You know, and I mean, they said it, they think it was probably too loud to hear him or anything because of condensers and everything. Right. So that's why no one right. heard him. But uh that was just creepy and sad, but I Man, thought it was just really interesting. Sad. Did he get caught like left? behind behind the freezers or actually in the freezers? It was behind the. I guess what happened in this supermarket it was kind of a place to go. They had where you could climb up behind them, and it was like a secret smoke break place for a lot of employees or something. Okay. And I guess there was only like an 18 inch gap that he must have slid down or something accidentally fell down. 
And right. how other people that went to the secret stash place didn't notice it, I don't know. But or um, the smell. Guess, what about a smell over a ten-year period think, of time? What about a smell in that in that place? They just think they have rotten meat all the time. Whether the dead body there or not. Uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Here smelled so bad. <laughs> I hated it. Oh my god. Sorry, I don't it mean to so laugh bad. through this, and I don't mean to make uh, light of this because it's horrible. No, not at all. Um, no, right. But no, exactly. Other people yeah, are not paying attention, obviously. Right. Then last two pop culture things. From the people that brought you Storm the Area 51, the newest Facebook <laughs> craze, they have 21,000 people that want to storm Loch Ness. So Nessie can't hide from us all, which uh, now we're just okay. into funny things. Uh, <laughs> a, that's a public place, so you can't stop them from storming it. B, it's 22 square miles worth of a lock, a lake, and 750 feet deep. But it's just funny the things that we're turning this into now. I mean, it was a joke, obviously, for 51, even though people tried to take it seriously. This is obviously a joke, but I'm just wondering what the next – but they're getting 21,000 people signing up for these Facebook pages. That's that's uh, always social marketing right there. uh, Yeah. Yeah, now all you got to do is boost something on Facebook, and you get twenty five thousand views. Right. So, you know, we've done it in the past with things like Daylight Sucks. So, you know, it's not it's not that hard to get that. But, um, dude, are there really that many dumb people that are just like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll be uh, there. Yeah, there. Man, it's so disappointing. Today, which will be near and dear to your heart. Um, a video is going viral of Luke Perry's son, Jack, honoring his late father's final acting role, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, by climbing to the top of the billboard featuring his father's character in uh, downtown Hollywood on the Sunset Strip. So he yeah. climbed up. The, they uh, filmed it with a drone, and they showed him pulling up to the board and climbing up and kind of just sitting there hanging out with his dad, which I thought was very cool and very touching. So that was kind yeah. of cool. His, his son, Jack, is a professional wrestler. And a really I didn't know that. His from, son, Jack, is kind of hot, what I understand. too, speaking as the gay guy really? on the panel. Really? Um, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I can never, yeah. uh, dude, I've never been able to size up guys, so maybe you can I help know. me with that. I'm just telling you, um, the gay guy on the panel here today. Um, I was Jack, surprised. I did not, I never saw him before. Until I saw huh. this video today, but he's um, and he's damn athletic. They, I, uh, oh, no, kinda, I you know yeah, how yeah, links yeah. to other videos. They show him like scaling this Arizona rock formation, like a yep. little parkour guy. He's really yeah. freaking agile, and so I guess he probably does pretty good. And really, really strong. Yeah. He, he's really yeah. strong. He like, I mean, even his fingertips are really strong, and and you know he's able to like you just said climb up the side you know a mountain. And without, without any tethers and without any uh, anything, without any nets, and and just and climb it like he's like he's a freaking animal, like he's just you know. And he's growing into his dad's so. face. I didn't know he looked that much like his dad, but I can see his dad. In yeah, his face he does. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he does look like his dad. Okay, so that's. So means I thought Luke that Perry was a very touching <laughs> that means tribute Luke Perry to him. Is hot too. 
I knew, yeah, I knew his face, you know, when, when I had the fight scene with him in 90210, I knew his, his face was worth like $20 million because he was on the cover of People magazine and stuff like that. But, you know, I've never been able to size up guys. So, so you think that Luke Perry was hot too, right? Um, he, yeah, he was good looking. His son is hot though. His son, I mean, because of his wrestling, he's got <laughs> muscles in all the right places and everything else. His son is hot. Luke Perry. Is hey, looking. Luke had a great body, dude. I, I've seen Luke yeah, without a t-shirt on, and dude had a great body. He was cut. So I don't know. Yeah, no, dude but, was cut. Uh, his son definitely is. So yeah. So that uh, we'll finish on that. Good, good on him. Like I said, once upon a time in Hollywood. My buddy worked on that show I told you about. Nice. His story with Quentin Tarantino calling cut. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I've got a couple of stories about <laughs> oh, Leonardo that that and Brad Pitt. That was that, that gig? I can't share. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Dude, you got to yeah. tell that story again. That story is really funny. It's it's really time. amazing you didn't get fired is what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And especially on a Tarantino set. He doesn't allow – Tarantino doesn't allow cell phones. He doesn't allow right. anything. So any exactly. disturbances, any disruptions, he doesn't allow them. He's been known to fire people on the spot. Doesn't matter what who they are or what they are to the production. So yep. he, he's been known to just be, you know, it's it's his set, and what he says goes. And <laughs> do, do, do you have time to tell that story? Uh, let me look. I can do it real quick. Um, yeah, basically, my buddy um, is a choreographer and he also works on movies um kind of helping people with movement and things like that so he was on uh the movie um to work it's once upon a time in hollywood starring brad pitt leonardo caprio luke perry's last movie and Mm -hmm. he was doing some work with um leonardo DiCaprio, and leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio is uh an actor plays an actor guy like a suave actor guy but Brad Pitt is a stunt double that actually does most of the work. But so um, nice. DiCaprio is trying to do some finger work with this uh, cigarette. He, he taught him some, how to do this, some choreography, the cigarette to make him look cool. So right. uh, he's doing this. He's working with on Leo and Leo's doing this. And so they're going through it. My buddy's on set watching it. And Leo does this thing. And all of a sudden my buddy calls out cut. And the whole set just goes silent. And everyone just looks at him. And Tarantino calls him over and says, um, excuse me, what are you calling cut for? He says, well, as you know, I worked on this thing, and he's using the wrong hand. I'm just trying to help with continuity. He did this with his other left hand before he's doing his right hand now. I wanted to make sure you got your best shot and had continuity. And Tarantino oh, wow. looks at him and says, uh, you know what? That's a great observation. You do that yeah. again, you're fucking fired. <laughs> I'm sorry to talk about it. using Tarantino's exact language there. Um, but then the cool thing was he called him over and said, "What? I want you to sit behind my shoulder here and watch what I'm looking at. And if you have any ideas, be sure to tell me after Just I tell call me first. cut. <laughs> tell me after I call cut and not a word before. Because you do it again, we're going to have a problem. But yeah, it's a great story. Oh, dude, and that's he hilarious. Has a couple of stories. I'll tell another story tomorrow about it. He has another good uh, story about Leo and uh, what they wanted from him. But we are out of time today. So 
thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. We'll be back all this week, um, Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday, when we can, at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, right here in Left of Straight Radio Network. Craig, thanks for uh, being my co-host today. Hope you had a good day. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you. uh, For the next show, and uh, we'll play a little Matt Van Fossen. I'm about to come alive. Be back in the new show, Left of Trade Show, in a couple minutes. Here we go.